Welcome to the About Sex Podcast. I'm Joshua Skirtu, and with me, as always, is my lovely wife, Angela Skirtu. Angela, hi. Who are you, Angela? I'm a licensed marriage therapist in the state of Missouri and an ASEX certified sex therapist. <laughs> that makes me special, I think. Oh, you are definitely a very special person. <laughs> well, and, you know, today's episode's actually kind of special because it's been a while yeah. since it's just been you and me. <laughs> it has been. We've had a lot of guests on recently. Um, we have. A lot. A lot. Yeah, a I lot feel of like very when's interesting the last time people? we did this by ourselves, which is why you have to pay attention. <laughs> oh, I have to pay attention now? Yeah, you have to actually talk to me. <laughs> no, when we have a guest here, I can just kind of zone out and he get on my computer. Well, sometimes he's got to do the IT stuff, so well, like yeah. Josh will be in, and then he'll kind of insert himself elsewhere, and then it come is. back in. Like, I'm doing three roles all you at the really same are. time. You really are. You're multitasking, Like, most people would not job. be able to do the tech side, audio side, <laughs> and have keep a basic conversation well, but going lucky, with people. usually there's another person here right. so we're talking to them and generally when people get going they just after about the first right, whatever by the fourth <laughs> sentence i've checked out in general because <laughs> i know i already know what they're gonna say <laughs> you're like i know i you're know what they're gonna say tell me why you're important they're, they're, right no, no the, the guests we've had no have they're been very great. they're interesting people oh, i've yeah. actually loved hearing all their stories like <laughs> they're very interesting well, so today, though, what are we I doing thought today, Angela? today I want to talk about sex again, because, of course, sex is fun. On the About Sex podcast? Oh, yeah. On the About Sex podcast, I thought it would be good for us to cover sex. She's but going outside the box <laughs> by going box, back in the box. going in the box. Just going basic. Yeah. Well, so here's what I've been thinking about and going over my couples uh, with lately. And one of the things is is that I've noticed that everybody does have a sex box. We've talked about this before. What, a sex box? The sex box is like this ABC of sex where... Oh, I thought you meant the box that we keep at the bottom of our closet <laughs> that has like oh, that all has the, the sex toys. Toys. No, and, I'm not talking yeah, about that sex box. Not that sex box. Got it. No, I'm talking about a box that's limiting people's sex and the goodness of their sex or the excitement of their sex. Okay. And so this is the box. It It looks like... You kiss a little, you massage a little, somebody goes down on somebody else. Maybe you both go down on each other, and then the penis goes in the vagina. So you get into a routine. You get into a routine. And there's nothing wrong with the routine. I actually Mm -hmm. call it the meat and potatoes of sex. (laughs) And it's okay. It's a good meat and potatoes. Can we call it the Franks and beans? The Franks and beans. (laughs) I think I prefer that because it has a frankfurter in there. Franks and beans. Very phallic. Well, I guess so. but, But there's no, like, it would probably be better if it was like a hot dog in the bun because, like, you know, that's more phallic <laughs> you're the beans <laughs> why am i the beans <laughs> anyway you're way off base with the metaphor way off base so there's nothing wrong with meat and potato sex yeah. or frankfurters and beans sex franks and beans <laughs> i'm already laughing on this one but what i've been trying to do is redefine sex so that people aren't so limited and so they're not so pressured mm-hmm. and so here are the rules you want to know my rules josh what are your rules <laughs> rule number one rule number one is stimulate nerve endings that's it and choose treat your whole body so like this like a sexual that's organ stimulating a nerve ending just yeah brushing stimulate a nerve ending so yeah you can stimulate a nerve ending by just playing with an arm you- you can do it like I'll show you with a little face, a little nose. He's like, "Ooh, I'm getting stimulated." Hi. <laughs> this is what's fun about video. I yeah. can show people stuff, right? Oh yeah. But yeah, just stimulate nerve endings and assume your entire body is a sexual organ because it is. Right. <laughs> what are you? So, thoughts? what do people normally do? Like, are they too worried about like the goal? Yes. Is that the problem? That is. So a you're part trying of to redefine 
what mm-hmm. the goal of sex is. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I'm trying to redefine what sex looks like and what the goals are of sex. So what are what is the goal then? So well, it's about stimulating nerve endings. That's, that's cool Stimulate nerve one. endings. And so one reason I'm doing that is because even in that box of sex, mm-hmm. the, the one and two of sex. <laughs> I love the sex <laughs> you box. You like the sex box. Yeah. They don't spend enough time in it. They don't even spend enough time kissing and touching. Yeah. They really are rushing through the steps to right. get to that end goal. Right, because it feels really good. It does feel good. Yeah, everybody but wants it can an also orgasm. be kind of boring. Oh. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Ah. <laughs> sure. Like, ah. And so that rule is meant to like slow people down and mm-hmm. to see their whole body as an organ and to start stimulating the nerve endings everywhere. Right. Like how you can, can you stimulate massage. nerve endings on your feet? How yeah. can you stimulate yeah. them on your legs or your back or your butt? Oh. I heard there's a kneading of the buttocks that can happen. The kneading of the buttocks does occur <laughs> occasionally. I learned that from, what was it? Monty the Monty Python, Python movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's rule number one. The, medi- the meaning of life. The meaning of life. Yeah. yeah. We have to give a reference to the quote, right? Well, they were actually doing sex education. Oh, yeah. It was, that's why. You should tell them the scene. It's so funny. It's, <laughs> it's a pretty famous scene. It's a, sure. In the meaning of life, it's John Cleese uh-huh. is standing up in front of a group of like teenage boys, teenage you know, boys, around yeah. 13, 14. And it was a and private school. <laughs> it's a private school. And he's, he's asking them very frankly, like, what are the steps? And they're like, how do you turn a woman on? And they're like, the kneading of the buttocks. Uh, you know? <laughs> well, somebody started with the clitoris first. The He's clitoris. like, how about a kiss? Give her a kiss first. Yeah. And, yeah, and then John Cleese, <laughs> after they say all these different things, he's like, how about you start with a kiss? Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much what you're saying right now. Exactly. Is start with a kiss. Rule number one Slow is, down. Oh, we'll just start with stimulate nerve endings. Yeah. And find a way also, to do that Also, he has sex with his way. wife in front of all Oh, he the, does. Yeah. He has sex yeah. with his wife in front of an <laughs> entire group school. of boys. And they yeah. look very bored, which I don't think would happen. <laughs> oh, people are always bored in school. <laughs> Not with sex. Yeah, they Nobody's still are. Nobody's bored with sex. <laughs> They're teenagers. Oh, they're all dead inside. So, so John Cleese was right. How about it start with a kiss? You start know? with some Start kissing. with something else. Well, and I, what I've been doing to play with couples on this is I say, okay, um, like sensate focus is mm-hmm. a common skill that I have people do where we get people focusing on temperature, texture, and pressure. And taste. Um, you can focus on taste. <laughs> well, that's texture, taste. Like you barbecue know? sauce. Well, <laughs> a little bit of... He Ranch always dressing. wants barbecue sauce. I don't want barbecue sauce on my body, Josh. Well, I'm the I one that's this. licking it off. So I think my opinion matters too. I guess your opinion matters, but it makes me want barbecue meat. Maybe later. Maybe later. <laughs> we had ribs recently. We did. Oh, we went to that great restaurant. Sugar fire. Yeah. But so anyhow, like even with Sensate Focus, it's, it's still trying to encourage that same mm-hmm. goal of like, okay, if you're touching... In Sensei Focus, they even suggest you avoid boobs, butts, and genitals. Just avoid all the actual... Initially, at level one, for a good 10 to 20 minutes to Mm -hmm. to learn how to stimulate the other parts of the body. Because one thing it does, actually, if you slow that down, is when you do stimulate the genitals, finally, they are like really into what's happening. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that's a tactic I learned early on, is like, rub everywhere else except where there except you, the goal. You, you get near you get near it you're like oh, oh yeah, maybe i'll dance around. a little no no oh, no no you can't, no, you can't have, have this you can't have, have this, this. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love you. but it's sexy and it makes it tease and fun and like yeah. it's great and even guys like so even though guys definitely enjoy like penis and vagina intercourse like they get a lot yeah. out of waiting to do it too i hear from men across like sure. the board that like their orgasms end up being more intense when they finally yeah. do get there they really enjoy themselves yeah Okay, so that's rule one. Rule number one. Rule number two is focus on what's fun and pleasurable. 
That's it. <laughs> These are very simple rules. They yeah. seem simple, but they're not. Because when I but tell But the first people, rule contradicts the second rule. Well, you're stimulating nerve endings. But you're on the second rule, you're saying focus on what feels what's good. pleasureable and fun. So Which when is, you stimulate nerve endings, sure. you're focusing on what feels good and what I you're know. having fun doing. Sure. This is why I have this rule. So what people what's are... The Okay. Well, go on. What are you gonna say? What do you What do you mean? Focus on what's fun. Like what what's are this? What? How do you? Pleasurable. How do you? What is a step you would take toward that? So what people are often thinking about when they're having sex is mm-hmm. those next steps. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do to get to step? Like not I in told the you, one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like they're thinking, oh, how, what do I need to be doing to make sure this person's getting off? What do I need to do, be doing to get to then it's um, work. penis and vagina intercourse? How do I? Like get my erection. So going? it's almost about, like you're making a to do list and you're getting a chore done. Yeah. That sounds not fun. Yeah, and a lot of people are having sex that way. Or yeah. they're putting pressure on themselves. Another thing they're not doing. A lot is of guys do that. They're like, oh, is it working? Anxiety. Am I doing it right? Yep. Is she liking it? Is not and they don't Is this the right amount of time? There's is it no too, moment yeah. where they'll think, Am I enjoying this? Mm-hmm. How's this feeling for me? Oh yeah, those are always <laughs> the best ones. Yeah. Those are the best ones when you get lost in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so while it seems normal and like common sense. A lot of people aren't doing it. They're doing well, the opposite. I, I think there's a lot of pressure for guys to yes. please their woman. Oh, and there's of course. been we we talked about this before, the myth of like every time you have sex you have to have an orgasm mutually yep. at the same exact time. Oh, which never happens. Which you have to synchronize your watches <laughs> to the second and it's like at twelve past one we will orgasm in synchronicity. <laughs> you orgasm now. Well actually even yeah. in certain shows or like what was it, the book, the Fifty Shades of Grey book, he he like tried to like tell her when she could orgasm and she magically orgasmed when he told her she could. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that wouldn't work out. Well, <laughs> I haven't seen, read the book or seen it, but like your first step, if you are doing a lot of teasing like that and kind of mm-hmm. leading up to it and he is holding it back, I think you have a better chance of doing it. Maybe you have a better chance maybe of Maybe after hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> you might get able. tired after hours and hours. But though. some women are able to orgasm a lot easier than others. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And some it men are. It depends on the man. On the it depends on the woman. Yeah. Some people take longer. Some people take shorter. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is, is that a lot of my couples aren't paying attention to what's feeling good for them personally. They're so focused either on the other person or their performance that they're missing out on like really half of the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why that's rule number two. Don't and miss then, out on the good stuff. I know. Don't miss out on the good stuff. Like relax, be in the moment, not just stimulate nerve endings, but feel them fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what, essentially what I'm having you pew, do. <laughs> pew. You're and trying then, to be mindful. Yes. Oh, and mindfulness in case you uh, haven't learned about it. Therapists love that word. I know. We love mindfulness. Yeah. Basically, mindfulness is... Try to be in the present moment. Don't be in the future. Don't be in the past. And don't be too in your head worrying about what you're currently doing. Yeah. 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 Really feel every sensation. And all of your senses are sight, smell, taste, touch, and... Here. Sound. (laughs) You're hearing. You know, when I did that, it really reminded me of when we have these conversations with our daughter. And we're like, where's your eyes? We don't have this conversation with our daughter. This conversation, like eyes, nose. We are teaching her... (laughs) All the different things. All her body parts. But for a moment, I was thinking of that one. Yeah. And she always says eyes and pokes me in the eye (laughs) to point to my eye. I'm like, yep, that's daddy's eye. Yeah, you got daddy's eye. That's why I have had, what is it called? Pink eye. Pink eye. (laughs) Since she was a started doing that she didn't mean to give you pink eyes she's just learning about eyeballs (laughs) she wasn't as good at washing her hands at that age either no no we've learned a lot since then (laughs) so finally 
Rule yeah, number three. Yeah, what were three. we talking about? We were talking about the rules of redefining sex. Somehow we got into somebody <laughs> poking, poking me in the eye. eye. Yeah. Well, to each his own, dear. To each his own. No. If you want to poke each other's eyes, far be it for me to stab you. I don't think anybody <laughs> wants that. I know, right? No. That'd be like the worst form of sexual interaction. Like, I'm just going to poke you in the eye. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah not okay. A so rule number three, then, is... Um, if you want to have an orgasm, you can choose to do it for yourself, mm-hmm. but it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you can't ask your partner for help mm-hmm. and guide them how to help you, but ultimately it's your personal responsibility to get to an right. orgasm. Yeah. And it's not your responsibility to get the other person. Yeah. It goes both ways. Well, and it's, yeah, it it's is both their ways. problem. That's your problem. And that's not quite what that means. I'll help, <laughs> but you're in charge. Of it just that. means that basically what it changes is. Only you feel your body. Mm-hmm. You're the only one who's in there. Only you're you're the one who knows how to get yourself Unless to that next spot. Unless you're possessed by a demon, <laughs> and in which case, oh God. you can both feel your body sometimes. I think. Yes. So. so. <laughs> how do we get to demonology here, Josh? It just happened. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> It just happened. No, so it doesn't mean that, like, while you're having sex, if your penis is in a vagina and it's happening, it's feeling good that you, it, she's not a part of you getting your orgasm. But mm-hmm. really, it's about you. It's about you deciding where that penis needs to go, how it mm-hmm. needs to charge this way or that way, or for the vagina, which is more complex. People, I really want to put it out there. The vagina is so different, <laughs> but is she's a great lady. She's a great lady, but <laughs> but like. If, if you make it all up to the other person for them to give you your orgasm, then it's very hard because men don't own vaginas. And even other women, if you're lesbians, don't own your vagina. Mm-hmm. So they know it will feel good for their vagina, but you still have to guide them in what will feel good mm-hmm. for your vagina. Right. So you're responsible for your own orgasm. And that means either coaching your partner on how to get you there mm-hmm. or coaching them on how they can touch you and make you feel good while you get yourself there. Mm. Or doing it by yourself and just watching because that's hot too. <laughs> It's like it's time to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Well, why not? Yeah, might but you as know, well. it's funny. Like many couples, when I tell them that, they'll be like, "What? Like, you, what do you mean? Like, you could do it differently?" Because <laughs> everybody's in that same mode. It seems they're in the same box. Yeah, everybody's in the same box. Everybody's been put into a box. Yeah, and the box is that if you don't get it through penis and vagina intercourse or through the oral sex that's happening, mm-hmm. then you just kind of got to deal with it. Then you just don't have an orgasm. <laughs> you just don't have an orgasm. Well, that's or, no fun. Yeah, or you put a lot of pressure on somebody to get it right, but you don't give them any coaching that or guidance for worse. how to do it. And that creates ang- performance anxiety and yeah. a whole host of other problems. Exactly. Or the yeah. person who's trying to get there. So usually it's a female. or But honestly, it's a ma- male. Men, men get too. this too. But they'll be like, why am I not getting an orgasm? What's wrong? Uh, am I? Mm-hmm. Is there something wrong with me for how long it's going? What should I do? Or maybe there's maybe it's lasting too. Like They're, this is the They head. get more into their head and that yeah. makes it even worse. Yeah. yeah. And then they can't get an orgasm. <laughs> Yeah, because what you anxiety need, about not being yes. able to get an orgasm makes it harder for you to get an orgasm. It does. Same thing with crazy? erectile dysfunction. Yep. Anxiety about getting it will make it worse. And when I use these rules for all of those problems, whether mm-hmm. it's ED, premature ejaculation, painful intercourse, orgasmic disorders for females, it works. It works. It works. Some three simple <laughs> rules. It works. 
And it's crazy. Like, I literally had couples just, just recently. I started giving them this rule, and literally the next week, they were having better sex. You solved all their problems in one well, week? Well, you know, there's always so many problems when people come in to see me. It's never just like one. Oh, just fix it. They say it is. They say it's just one thing, but then it's always like 50 things. And you're like, okay, let's delve into these other things so you can be happy, too. Right. I do want you to have good uh, sex. You want people to be happy, I Angela? Do. That's I a bunch of bull. happy. <laughs> You're always trying to make people be happy and It's content. really a goal in my life. I love people and I yeah. love them being happy and seeing them like enjoy each other and connect and <laughs> yeah. yeah, be happy. <laughs> what if Why can't not? you guys do this? Well, some people learn happy. <laughs> well, it's actually kind of complex and yeah. I think that culture isn't like teaching people how to do it very well. <laughs> I think a lot of adults struggle with that. They feel like they're supposed to be quote unquote happy and they don't really know what that means. Yeah. Like I've known a lot of adults who struggle with that, but this three step program I think will help with that. It's <laughs> At like, least with the sex it's part. Like the goal is not to be happy. It's just be <laughs> present. That's it. Well, I think presence is part of being mm-hmm. happy. You know, like I, I I have this kind of joke about this, but like um, anxiety is future thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a joke. It's just a statement. <laughs> anxiety is future thinking. Right. And Worrying depression is regret. It's like, right. it's past thinking. Yeah, they're the same thing. But yeah. they're both like not being just in this moment. Like right it's now. It's just self-doubt. Yeah. 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 Like right now, what are we doing? We're sitting. We're sitting. We're talking to each other. We're holding each other every now and then. <laughs> Hi. I like you. And I know you. And if yeah. you can be fully present in this experience, actually mm-hmm. there is happiness in this experience. Oh, yeah. But like what people are doing, I was saying this the other day, like, okay, when you're playing with your kids, are you actually just thinking about, oh, well, this deadline, I got to get this other thing done or, oh, crap, I forgot to do this instead of like really playing hide and seek with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think both of us struggle with that too. Of like, we like, do. That's the reality is that like when you have a lot going on in your life, like you're gonna be in your head sometimes. What you're saying, you're not like in the present moment, like 100% of the time. 100% no. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if we've been, tra- I don't know if every generation deals with this, but like, I feel like we've been trained to do that because we constantly have access to our phones. Yeah. And like people are, if they're bored for a single second, they'll just flip their phone out and just check out. And it kind of trains you to constantly need that mm. stimulation, I think. Well, maybe that's what they think is that that stimulation is what's going to make you happy. But what we found is the opposite. No, Facebook just makes everything worse. It does. There's like a Facebook depression (laughs) effect. The Facebook effect. Yeah. Is where you see everybody on Facebook posting all these great things about they post pictures of their kids. They'll post pictures of them on vacation. Mm -hmm. They'll post all these great things, but they don't post like the negative things. Majority of people will censor out negative things from facebook mm-hmm. because honestly people don't want to hear that crap well, but the rea- I think that's the reality is like a lot of times you post something like that you either get ignored or people are like ah stop whining nobody wants to hear it <laughs> probably depends on your friends but well, like my friends would say stop <laughs> <laughs> you're fine but you know what i i feel like that's tragic because actually yeah. when i feel the closest to people friends to you yeah is when we can share vulnerable moments right. like yeah. when we can be and that's raw why or it's weak. hard to do that in a public forum like that yeah like maybe this, that's part of it honestly, like hi hi <laughs> well we're not going that vulnerable but maybe we should sometimes but mm, i no. don't know like you know the truth is that uh, we well, even maybe censor what we talk about on here 
What's that? We even censor what we talk about on here. Well, sure, because this is a show, but like we don't censor when we're with each other and we sure. do try to talk about things that we're struggling with. Sure. And maybe that's what the challenge is, is that people are trying to get this connection through Facebook mm-hmm. that you really can't um, fabricate. You have right. to... It's human face-to-face human. contact <laughs> with your phone put away. You know, I, I have oh to say gosh. like one of our... One of my favorite times is actually when we go to somewhere like Lost Valley Lake where oh, yeah. you don't get good reception there at all. So you just turn your phone off and put it away. And somehow I feel really relaxed. Like yeah. I love going on hikes and nature mm-hmm. walks for that reason because you get out there in the woods and nobody's going to call you. You have no reception. You're good. Every one of my couples will say that when they really do a vacation and like they really cut things off, mm-hmm. those are their favorite times. Yep. And it's because of this. It's mm-hmm. because you actually like stop playing on your You have to constantly feel phone. like you're on. Yeah. You pay attention to what you're seeing. Like mm-hmm. if you see a site and you're like, wow, that's cool. You may take a picture. But oh, yeah. that is about as far as they go. Yeah, or they may use the pictures. GPS to get places. Yeah. Like that's what people will say to me. But they beyond that, tool. Yeah. they're in it. They're not trying to use their phone for entertainment. Yeah. While they're there. Well, yeah. and essentially that's what I've been telling my couples is you need to find a way to do that every day <laughs> but you know what's crazy Even how do you though, do that well i'm trying to get people to i definitely disconnect struggle with that well for at everything least an hour a day it's oh yeah <laughs> that's my goal we should turn our phones with off at all eight. of my couples <laughs> well we do actually we get it every night before bed you and i cuddle yeah. at least an hour sometimes two hours depending on how jib jabby oh and he's last like, night he's it like, was like three hours <laughs> and i'm like honey i love you but now i gotta get some sleep <laughs> yeah but it's true you do you'll talk and i'll talk and that's like no phones are no around phones, we're yeah. just hanging out yeah no tv wait, no was, iphones wait will people actually like be in bed with their phones yes and just ignore each other yep so romantic i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm not trying to shame anybody but no, like but it's that, totally happening like we have our own connection to technology it's definitely addictive but sure. i wouldn't want to be like i've heard of people who do it while they're having sex what they're on their phones they're on their phones during what? sex they will there are a certain number Not of to people watch porn <laughs> there are a certain number of people who will respond to texts and calls while they're on their while they're having sex while generally it's the women you're about to say while they're on their partner <laughs> while they are on their partner or being mounted by their partner that is 100 percent a real so thing weird why we have to ask them. I don't know. Uh, uh, people, why are you on your phone when you're addictive. having sex? It's <laughs> ah, They're bored. Oh, God. That's because they're not using <laughs> my rules. Because they're not using the three rules. So maybe the fourth rule should be turn your damn phone off and leave it in the other room. <laughs> if you really want Those are some context rules. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, but I we think... even think, I mean, going back to the rule, one thing we didn't cover that I did want to cover is okay. that choice. Choice. So like, I think that people what feel choice? pressured if they don't get an orgasm too. Sure. Like if I didn't have an orgasm, I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's not necessarily true. If no. you had a good experience, whether or not you had an orgasm, you had sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still had fun. Well, and this works actually for both men and women. Mm-hmm. So like for men who've struggled with delayed ejaculation, the only ones that I know that have really survived it well, like the delayed ejaculation is something that's not easily treatable. There aren't really good. Mm-hmm. Explain um, it. Okay. <clears throat> so delayed ejaculation Sorry. is where a man... Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> He's choking. He drank down the wrong pipe. Everybody's aller- had that experience. I have allergies, so it's like... <laughs> no worries, right? 
Yeah. Well, I so just don't like, want to hack into the He's mic. getting close, but he just can't quite get there. And then sometimes in that process, he may lose his erection, too, or it may just yeah. get half cocked So they'll be, or they'll be having sex, but they can't reach that peak. Yeah, and it's feeling uh, good. We call it the plateau they phase plateau, of yeah. sex, where it's like, where it can it still feel nice, good, but, but they, they can't just can't quite get bing. to that next level. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And females have this experience, too. Right. And there are different things that can cause it. Like, yeah. sometimes it's muscle spasms. Sometimes Pain. it's just uh, sensitivity, like diabetic neuropathy different sometimes things sometimes it's can medication it. certain antidepressants Some, oh, yeah. can cause it so if you're on if you're having any sexual side effects and you're taking any antidepressants call mm-hmm. your doctor but <laughs> like people real. who don't have any medical issue mm-hmm. necessarily sometimes still have it and so and it can be anxiety well even well, those people who do have a medical problem yeah. some the anxiety makes it worse sure yeah well but so if the orgasm is a choice mm-hmm. then that means they can just enjoy whatever they do and the yeah. guys that i know that like they can just actually, be intimate yeah. yeah they make that conscious choice that like they accept themselves they say you know what if i get an orgasm cool if i don't i'm still gonna have fun yeah. And when they make that choice, those are the guys who actually have great sex, even with delayed orgasms. they end orgasms. up getting more orgasms? They, they or, still, it's still or hit or miss. they just have because happier? Delayed orgasm is one of those that's actually very challenging to mm-hmm. treat. But they have better sex. Yeah. So no, I don't, I don't think it necessarily makes them have more or less orgasms, but it makes it so that they don't feel like a failure they're every feeling, time they don't orgasm. I see. So they're, they're going in there and they're feeling happy coming yeah, out of it. Yeah, they're like, hey, I had a good time. This was fun. And that's really what this is all about, is that I, I don't care what sex people mm-hmm. are having so long as they end it feeling like, that was nice. Right. You don't want to walk away frustrated going, grr, grr, I'm a <sighs> failure. There's something wrong with me. Why like, couldn't I? What and are it's you like, doing, Timothy? You guys are putting too much pressure on this, guys. That's not what sex is about. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. And all of that takes it out of like being this really cool experience. It does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be distracted. You don't. You don't or want to on be your distracted. Phone. Or on your phone. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't... Sti- I don't know I how you're going to simulate nerve like, endings with the phone. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's stimulating your optic, your, your optic your nerve. Like, yeah, like, you are stimulating a nerve. It's really taking you out of the situation. It is. Unless you're really watching something sensual or sexy to kind of, like, add to the situation. Right. Or using a Truth or Dare app. Because <laughs> mm. there are sexy apps that are meant to, like, make things make more, more playful fun. or fun. Yeah. But yeah. like, other than that, no, I don't think the phone should be there. <laughs> you don't think they should be looking up Facebook photos that their mom posted? <laughs> Are they going to be sexy photos? Not at all. Not it has at nothing all. to do with what they're talking about, <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, your mom's photos? No, they're not going to be sexy. No, photos. usually she's doing sign language. Because <laughs> exactly. my mom's deaf, so she's yeah. like doing these little videos teaching people sign. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. No. But like that, I think is a problem. Is so like what like what the question you were asking me earlier? Like, oh, what I am I remember. trying to do to get people out of like into more of a vacation mode and mm-hmm. being more present? I am trying to convince me to go offline for an hour every yeah. night, and you don't know how much like like how um, push people push, push back, back on that. That's the word I was looking for. Well, I'm getting for you it. know we actually recently canceled our cable. Like there were other reasons for us to cancel it, but we canceled our cable because we found we were getting into a rut. A TV where rut. we would come home. Yep. We would turn on the TV, watch two to three hours of TV. Yeah. And then go like to bed. That was the way we, we spent time dinner, together. You know, and that's it. And it's not to say you can't have a show. I mean, we do have our Game of Thrones nights, and now we're doing Westworld, right. which is totally awesome. But <laughs> but we limit. But we, we cut it. it back a little bit. And there's other things we do, like we do this podcast together. Mm-hmm. We paint together. Oh yeah. 
That's and we fun. even do. I did that. We do choir. We mm-hmm. do choir together. Like yeah. we've lately, we've been putting more effort into spending time together with hobbies. Yeah. Oh yeah, if, and if TV. you don't know, Angela has some pipes. Like she's <laughs> oh, an amazing singer. Oh, that's so sweet. He's tr- yeah, it's true. Though. It's totally true. <laughs> they like sh- we joined this choir last semester, <laughs> and they had some solos that you could try out for. So she tried out for him, and she got one. Oh, she yeah, totally her first time being in this choir. Who are these? <laughs> Uh, it's an older crowd actually and most of them have been in there for 20 years or something and this new young gal comes in and <laughs> well, wows but, them i mean like they think of it. even that though like even in this choir where i think there should be younger people there too it's mm-hmm. only people who are really retired and i think i mean there are some younger people here or there but i mm-hmm. think that couples are missing out on life like well, i think so it's hard busy. when you have a uh, kid like it a is. lot of a lot of people our age we have sure. we have a daughter we have a daughter we luckily have a daycare that goes till 10 or we wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to do it like that's, that's true yeah so we're able to just schedule it well, but day. i know couples that they can't afford a babysitter mm-hmm. and they just they really just don't make each other a priority yeah and i think that's what leads people to having more trouble in their relationships it's not just anger or conflict issues mm-hmm. or not being able to communicate i think some of it is just that you're not spending time with each other mm-hmm. quality time where you like laugh together and enjoy nah. each other's company like me right. and you well, sometimes <laughs> it's easier than others i mean that's I the reality so. of marriage. that's true we've been married 10 years there's definitely been times where i did not want to laugh with you <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair yeah, enough that's 10 true. years there's good times ten and years bad is good times like and we bad times. we took the vow for good and bad yeah. that's true yeah. and you work through the bad you do it's hard, but when that bad seems to go on for a long time, you gotta you gotta mix it up a bit. And I think us cutting the cable really did mix it up. Yeah, in a positive that was one way. way we tried to like spend time together and say let's mm-hmm. do the, the good stuff with each other again too. Yeah. But what I see my couples do is, um, one, they get really busy with kids and work, mm-hmm. and I understand that. But then like them as a couple just gets further and further. Um, lower on that to-do list of, of importance like, of importance their partner becomes a lower they priority become nothing like yeah. or like very little like we're co-parents or nothing yeah. it's more they're like uh or roommates he's, he's kind of poking me he wants to like oh he wants to be inside me yeah, again exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time he comes sniffing around <laughs> and <laughs> if you don't have these fun times like other than i mean like tv is other. fine but what if they're not even cuddling like some people literally are sitting on opposite ends of the couch they mm. don't even talk to each other through yeah. these shows they don't play remote cup they don't play remote. I'll tell them about remote. So remote cup is a I game. I love this game. I invented when we were, when she was in her, <laughs> our first her, year of marriage. Our, it was our first year of marriage. She was in a master's program, and we had one cup and we had one TV remote. And we got and we like, always shared. We used to always a share cup of water cups. so that I didn't have to go fill it up all the time. She would fill it up half the time. You know? Oh, I know. I was splitting. But the way the game is played is, <laughs> you just call remote cup, you declare remote cup, and then the goal of the game is to have both the remote and the cup. So you reach for it, and generally, mo- we one of us will grab one and one grab the yeah, other. Yeah, I would get the remote, he'd get the cup, and or, then or the, the game other is ways. still going. <laughs> and eventually, one person forgets their playing and sets and it then down. They set it down, and then you grab it and you claim, <laughs> I have won. <laughs> Such it's a so dumb stupid. Game. I loved this. We game. were really bored in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> or were we really creative <laughs> you're generally more creative when you're bored <laughs> well you know what though that they say that there's an art to boredom and i mm-hmm. think people have better sex when they're bored oh yeah and they have better lives when they allow a space for boredom yeah and that's what the what you know these these iphones and things are basically trying to smartphones keep people video games from is television boredom. 
But actually, screens. boredom's not a terrible thing, you know? No. Sometimes in boredom comes creativity, like yeah. remote cup. <laughs> like, I, I think, like, m- with me, like, I've been so trained to need a screen to feel, like, entertainment. Uh-huh. Like, now that I've kind of retrained myself to get joy from just being in the woods where there's nothing where it's oh, the quiet yeah. hiking like, that's another thing we've been now doing when so i'm amazing now when i'm around like a loud environment and i'm not in the woods i'm kind of annoyed i'm like, like why are we not can this? we just i just want to run leave my bmw behind and <laughs> run, run off into the, the woods like i feel that I'm you know <laughs> <laughs> nobody that knows that reference so much. from our generation Some people do Some that's people totally do. 70s yeah, or 80s yeah. <laughs> it was the 90s Josh. was it the 90s yeah. was phil hartman the 90s? yeah our friend our friend just posted that phrase and i was like oh my god am i yeah. the only i thought i was the only well, one still who knew that's it. that's like 20 years ago yeah it is or more well so anyhow just anyway, to recap the three rules topic. and i think we're at the i think we're at a good space for the sure, podcast because we really got on a bunny <laughs> we trail got on there. some bunny trails and that's fine this is all about relationships so the three right? rules rules to make your sex endings. life to make your sex life simplify amazing. and better yeah yeah stimulate nerve endings focus on what's fun and pleasurable and if you want to get an orgasm it's your choice you can ask for help, but ultimately it's your responsibility to get so you yourself there. You don't have there. to have one. You don't have you to have one to have good have sex. One. Or you, you can, can. If you want. Sure. But it's your choice. But it's your your job to get you there. Yeah. Because generally you're the best and at you can still you can still ask for help. Oh, yeah. But you've got to get yourself there. Like you can there. say, here, you hold the, f- the water hose. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll get to it. Or you finger me while I use a vibrator. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or you get the salmon and start hitting me in Why the back the with it. Why is the salmon involved? I'm just trying to think of the silliest things that, in the way that you can assist. You get the writing crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, the writing crap. And I'll crap. get the dildo. <laughs> Easy there, clip clap. <laughs> I love All you. All right, thank you guys for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks and for joining always, us. And as always, hold on. If you want to remember, I do my little sure. things. Oh, so yeah, if do you want to do therapy with me, it's www.therapistinsaintlouis.com. Yeah. And I do have two cool speeches coming up. I am going to oh, put yeah, them out what's there. Happening? So, MMHCA October 12th through the 14th. I'm the keynote speaker. Keynote. And the topic is innovative impact. impact. How yeah. to use your therapeutic gifts to change the world. And mm. so I have three things I'm going to teach people how to be innovative, how to have, make an impact, and of course, how to change the world. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. That's my you job. Nailed it. Change the world right now. Yeah. That's awesome. our, That's Josh's statement. And I love no. it. <laughs> yeah. Save the world. Go. Go. <laughs> well, I did with my three rules. Yeah. See? So what's the other speak? Oh, the other speech is at Wash U. Um, it's two weeks after it. I'm speaking on Friday afternoon on infidelity. And we're going to have mm. a few. Um, so my book's coming out in January. Yeah. They told me it will be out January 2018. Oh, wow. That's soon. Okay. So what's the title? Soon. So it's Helping Couples Overcome Infidelity, a therapist's mm-hmm. manual. Yeah. And so we'll be that particular speaking engagement at Wash U is going to be about that book and yeah. how to train people through infidelity. Yeah, and we're we're planning to do like a whole series of episodes that are focusing on different topics that have to do with infidelity. And that's going to be a hard topic. That's going to be a hard and topic. Because every nobody wants to talk about no, it. It's <laughs> no, People go to therapists to talk about it for a reason. It's nobody wants to talk about it. It's reason for people to come in for so therapy. So we're going to try to find some guests that are relevant to that. And then mm-hmm. we're going to have some where it's just us talking. And it'll be okay. interesting. And we're going to talk about your book. And I actually want to... You know, hear the details of it. can't wait to get a copy all right That's sounds awesome. great babe so right, you can well, find us you. on facebook yep. you can find us on youtube and mm-hmm. you can find us on itunes where it'd be great if you could review us Please yeah do. It, anyway have a good night everybody thank you for joining us thanks bye bye <laughs>